Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. You feel good? I feel great. Can you see your audio on your dual screen? I can. Awesome. Welcome do you, back. Do you feel older? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, because we are freshly 25. You know what's better than 24? 25. 25. Yeah. I'll ask you a quick question, Jake, since you and I, for those that have listened for this po- to this podcast, since it's been out for well over a year now, and we've already addressed that our birthdays are one day apart, March 11th and March 12th, I'm a day older than Jake, but Jake, how how is uh, 25 so far since we're recording this on the 15th, 14th? 25 has been very good. I'm liking it so far. I started it off with the ski trip with the family Ooh. and the girlfriend's family. So it was fun. Hey. It was we talked fun. about skiing in the last episode with Ben Ames, the weatherman. We did. Yeah. We how, did. how fitting. How topical. <laughs> Try to keep things topical here. But yeah, it was it was super fun. Went up to Mammoth. Snow was good. Hung out with everybody. Had a good time. I feel like I can now call myself like a decent skier. So Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what you were doing, like on your actual birthday. On my actual birthday, yeah, that was nice. Because that so that day, your birthday, I was with friends and like truly celebrating. And I think I sent you some some junk snaps of me like singing you happy birthday in the backyard with some some friends. And uh, uh, yeah, my drunk mind was just like, oh, Jake's birthday. Now's my chance to wish him happy birthday via Snapchat. But on my actual birthday, Friday, I think I was just coaching and having a pretty low-key, normal Friday, and I, I had plans Saturday morning, or I was going to be busy Saturday morning, so it was just like normal day. I'm not a big birthday guy to begin with, and then mm-hmm. got, got dinner with my dad and sister, which was nice, but um, would you say 25 is like somewhat existential in a sense? Because I think last time when we recorded, I remember recording and talking about 24, like, damn, it feels old, but like... 25 feels fucking old. 20, yeah, it does. I don't know, the whole like quarter century thing. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like, yeah, this feels like the first birthday that's like, oh, now you're like older, like 25. The way I've explained it so far is that every time I see, you know, or hear someone's 22 or 23 or 20, you know, any early 20, I just think like, oh, you know, college, graduating, like, Young, figuring out life, figuring it out, young professional. But now 25, like if I hear someone's 28, I can no longer go like, ooh, old. It's I'm in the same arena and realm as you. Like I'm supposed to have like my my shit together now. We're in our mid 20s. Yeah. Officially in our mid 20s. I feel like like 30 is when you're like, really? Like I see people as like an adult, but (laughs) yeah, we're getting there closer to closer to 30 than we are 20. I know, I know, mm. but it's all right. Yeah, we'll but right. uh, so we thought to celebrate. Dylan had this amazing idea to pick uh, a song from every five years that we've been alive, since it's a nice, yeah. nice round from age zero five. to five, five to ten, ten to fifteen, fifteen to twenty, age twenty to twenty-five. One song. Or in Jake's case, since an you album. are... I can't. I'm so bad at picking favorites, and <laughs> even just picking an album was hard enough for me, but, like, I couldn't just do one song. I don't know. Yeah. So, and, a song slash album from each yeah. five, five years. And it's not, at least for my criteria, my list, it's not crucial that the song came out during 1997 to 2002 or whatever five-year time frame. But for me, it's more so, like, 
you know, what was I going through at that point in time, at that age, what was happening and what was I listening to? <clears throat> what kind of music did I like? And I'll, I'll come to a decision. I'm going to, I'm going to come to some of these, uh, decisions on the fly. Mm-hmm. And cause yeah, I, I mean, like you, I, I was struggling to figure, so pick hard. just one song. It was Especially so fun. five year span to, to cover a five year span. Uh, yeah, some of these chunks have like I was realizing like holy shit, there are so many good albums that came out during this time. And yeah, I uh it's interesting like because we didn't I guess talk about specifics, but I did it as um albums like it that, came that out came out like during yeah, yeah like ninety seven to uh which one is my which I think my list is gonna be pretty similar yeah. uh for the most part, maybe one or two years off, because I'd say most most of the most influential songs or music that I was listening to was also somewhat modern or I mean there there were the occasional albums and like throwbacks and like different genres or eras that I would listen to, but it was more just influencing my overall like modern taste. But anyways. Anyways, anyways. Excited to do this. Excited yeah. to do this. And there's also there there will be some honorable mentions, I think there has to be. Yeah. Cause basically from 2002 onward i have just like several albums that from every year <laughs> and that's what i noticed is like i think it was almost easier for me because as you're younger and younger i don't remember having as much preference in music mm-hmm. and so it's like a little easier to narrow it down but then yeah getting older and more current and recent it's a lot either a lot of good music came out or uh just more opinionated more styles more feelings more experiences maybe that's what it is but so for those that can do math it's currently 2022 jake and i were both born in march of 1997 so this first let's let's kick it off the first five-year frame so 97 to 2002 ages zero to five uh jake go ahead so mine my first my first pick of this draft my first pick is going to be the album cuz yeah I'm I'm just going to do albums cuz that's just kind of how it worked out better for me. Jake's Jake's pick is in. Jake's pick is in in the draft. It's, I am officially on the clock. <laughs> um Oh Inverted World by The Shins. Um mm. it's an album of theirs that came out in 2001. Um, and coincidentally you sent something in our little music group chat about this today. Yeah, I did because like this this doing this list part of the thing that was so much fun for me was just like going through and just just going yeah like diving into all the music that came out is is new slang on this new slang new slang is on it which that's argue that's like their the shins most popular song song that's come out yeah some of my like really favorite ones caring is creepy uh know your onion girl inform me uh your algebra yeah those are some of my my big hits from it, but it's, I mean, the shins there is one of my favorite groups, just my entire, for my entire like life, their first three albums is, it's funny. I was texting Tommy, our, our friend, modest mouse, <laughs> our friend, modest mouse, him and I, like, he's part of the reason why I have like, I'm so into music. Um, was like, he really helped like develop that as we were growing up together and yeah. we both love the shins and i was just realizing like holy shit like their first three albums that they put out is huge in terms of my like musical taste and development because they were one of the first bands where it was like I, when i was really starting to get into music that you know they were the ones that i really dove into so oh inverted world by the shins lovely album nice 
Mm. Good pick. Thank you. Um, so contrary to my list, I don't know that you were listening. Any chance you were listening to that album when it was out during that time frame? Unless my parents somehow played it. <laughs> and no, I was not. Just like a little three-year-old toddler. New slang. Or five-year-old. Walk, yeah, just like a little five-year-old getting walked to, to kindergarten by his parents. Um, all right, so for me, I, I jotted down some notes for each time frame. So what I've got for this first five years, uh, very reliant on parents and movies for music. And it was just when you're at that age, it's such a passive listening experience. Mm-hmm. So some of the options that I've given myself or some of the things that came to mind, you've got, I was really into to dinosaurs and so as a kid jake did you ever watch the land before time oh yes yeah and there's a very like sweet heartfelt song in there at the end um although i'm butchering what it could possibly be called uh, but it plays during the credit scene and it's gorgeous and i'm sure because i watched that movie like night in night out i probably knew all the lyrics as a kid but um i'm thinking great, early great to movie f- to first d- deal with death too. yeah that's true very sad very sad very Super sad melodramatic sad. <laughs> like crazy to think that i was constantly insisting on watching that movie like just burning yeah. our vhs tape like, that's think, the other thing thinking about back, this thinking back on it i was just like yeah because when he said lame before time the first thing i thought of was like the beginning when fucking littlefoot's parents get killed yeah meteor asteroid t-rex no t-rex um <laughs> fake, I, fake I, fan well one of the things about this this time span too or just looking through all these these five-year gaps is you know the changes and vhs tape to cd to dvd you know blu-ray whatever but just technology as a whole Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna go um some honorable mentions i've got steely dan like just listening to steely dan because my dad would always play it in the car and i vividly remember hearing like reeling in the years um but my my one my one song for this time frame I'm going to go song, not album. I'm going to go Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. Hell yes. Yeah. Came out in 2000. And that was like, I I felt like it was in a lot of movies, a lot of commercials. It was on TV. It was just like everywhere I was. I just vividly remember being like a three, four, five year old enjoying that song. And a lot of memories for whatever seems to be latched on there. So. Good for the Bahamian. Oh, yeah, that, I mean that's song, shout out, shout that, out song, that song was huge. I remember loving that as a kid. Also, yeah, I mean, there's what let's, I'm looking at the lyrics right now. I mean, there's really no no context to it. I'm sure. Okay, maybe let's let's see who let the dogs out. Let's go lyrics meaning. Here we go. What does it say? It's actually about men who catcall women and call them names and are disrespectful, and the women respond by calling them dogs. Mind equals blown. Nice. Cool. Well, I'm gonna f- choose to forget that. So, <laughs> all right, let's let's well, keep uh, it moving. We, we can we can do uh, some honorable mentions too because yeah. I think we should do that for each of these. So, some of mine, if I was to pick one song specifically from something that came out from this time frame, it would have to be uh, Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. Nice, Gorillaz. Fucking love that song so much. Um, some of the other ones though, uh, Homework by Daft Punk, Black on Both Sides by Most Def, Girls Can Tell by Spoon, and, um, and then, uh, Songs for the Deaf by, um, 
What the a fuck? Good, what? I'm guessing a band. I can look it up. <laughs> no, I know what it is. Oh my god. Queens of the Stone Age. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm bad with names, I guess. And then The Young and the Hopeless by Good Charlotte. It's also, it's also late, so. Yeah, that's fair. But Young and the Hopeless by Good Charlotte, that's like, you know, that's my top, like, pop punk angsty album fucking love it wait so what what time frame this is still the zero or the this was the first, first chunk yeah 97 okay. to 2002 swag. swag all right i'll kick off i'll kick off this next one set the tone uh so from ages five to ten let's say the years 2002 to 2007 somewhere in that range we've got for me i mean i'm thinking my notes here starting to form my own taste and starting to have my own opinions, still primarily listening to top 40 type music on the radio. And then I think at this point in time was when I start getting like probably when I was like nine or 10, I remember getting some CDs as like a Christmas gift. And one of them, coincidentally enough, was Gorillaz, a Gorillaz album. I don't remember which one exactly, Plastic but nah, Kids with Guns, I think is what it was called. Oh, mm. or maybe that was the song Kids with Guns. <clears throat> But like I said, I just remember listening to a lot of like 94.1, the pop, like normal pop station Star top 40 on Sunday. Yeah, like Ryan Ryan Seacrest in the morning. And at this point in time, I'm sure Nickelback was big. But the artist that I've got like highlighted because I'd say I was most consistently into as sad as it is, is uh, Black Eyed Peas. Dude. And yes. so I'm going to go... The song, and I'm I'm really not a huge fan of this song, but it just, I feel like it encapsulates that, oh, wait, 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 there's a wait a minute. There's been a development. No. Okay. Good, good, good. I'm, I'm okay. I was like, I was nervous for a second. It looks like good, good, good. when I, yeah, good. good, good. Yeah, that's good. Good, good. good. Uh, I was looking at, I was looking at the dates on, on some of these songs and it looks like the Black Eyed Peas must have. Either just uploaded all their shit when YouTube first became a thing in 2009 or whatever, because there's just all these uploads in 2009, which would be outside of the range. But I'm gonna go. Where is the love? Oh, such a good Not, song. Yeah, but and I don't know that it was ever like truly, truly was my that favorite. On, that was on Elephant, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I had I had so many like Black Eyed Peas CDs, and I would listen to them. I had the posters in my room of. Like Will I Am, Taboo, Name them all, yeah. Bergie, Adelaide, I don't know. Apple yeah, but app. Yeah, Apple Apple app. But, but um, yeah, I, I'll go Black Eyed Peas over Nickelback, surprisingly. Um, Shocker. Surprisingly. But yeah, Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas, I'm happy with that answer. You, Where's the love? Of, I remember a song when, that I listened to a good amount. I remember when that album came out and like... All of my, because I lived in this cul-de-sac um, at the time, and everyone, like all the families in the area, were all like pretty close. And we would all hang out, and I, when that album came out, we everyone was over at like these one people's house, and like they were all playing it, and it was just like it was almost like a listening party for that album. But it was all the parents, and I remember at the time being like, "Yeah, it's Black Eyed Peas, like I like them." So, so one of my my. One of my teachers, I remember she had like some black, she played black eyed peas in, in one of our classes and uh, she, she played Where's the Love and I remember it like supposed, she played it like with the intention of like listen to the lyrics and like the meaning and whatever and it's like, I'm just like a little third grader or whatever. 
just like, oh, so oh, how sweet is, is this? We're doing 02 to 07, you said? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, because, yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of a mix-up in these dates, so. March, we'll say March 02, well. Yeah. Either, either way, either whatever, way. Whatever, whatever. 02, I mean, I guess I can just keep mine at what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to. So change. my my time it was two thousand two to two thousand six is what I did for mine. Hey, Elefunk is still available. It's it's in that two thousand three. Yeah, the album that I picked um, was uh, whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not, which is the Arctic Monkeys debut album. Came out in two thousand six, and for those of I don't know, I mean, I mean, maybe I've talked about it on. I don't. I don't past, know that. But we we are very early on because I know you're gonna credit Tommy. You and Tommy fucking loved. Yeah, going back Arctic to Tommy, Monkeys. like yeah. Arctic Monkeys are my favorite band, like of all time. They that is partially you know due to like they were really a huge part of me getting into into music like alternative indie rock that whole scene, which is a some of my favorite genres of music and. This oh my god! I fucking love this album so much. It the the entire thing is just like I don't. There is not one bad song in this whole album in my mind. Fun fact: it was the fastest selling album in British UK like history, I believe. Um, and it was that classic, classic craze that uh, Britain, that, that Brit- rock, British that rock music, and roll craze. that rock and roll comes to um, the United States. It's really interesting middle schoolers out their feet. because when you listen to the Arctic Monkeys, what they were on this album, and then what people know them as today, they've actually changed a lot. And this album, just from the get-go, it's just, I mean, I, can, I feel like, uh, I think I can play a couple seconds of a song and we won't face any sort of copyright strike i don't think that's spotify spotify does do this thing where you could i saw i saw an ad for it it's like we could essentially do like a a music pod or something where like you talk about music and then like the sponsored song comes in but anyways i'll play the first few seconds just to, <laughs> just to elaborate my point so that's how the album starts it's just like immediately just like in your big face. drums, big guitars, and that's pretty much how the rest of the album is. It's just a very energetic, high tempo, kind of rocky album, alternative. And yeah, I mean, it's the, the first album they put out, still one of my favorite albums of theirs. And to this day, it just gets me going. Great album to work out to if you're, uh, if you need some, some beats to get you going. Well, we're, uh, I'll, I'll touch more on on Arctic Monkeys and my experience with them because I think this next time frame will be like middle school, mm-hmm. um, and that's when I heard about them from you and Tommy. But some honorable mentions from you. Honorable what were, mentions. Other ones that you were between. So, Elefunk, I actually put um, <laughs> in mine because um, I was just like looking through like the really big albums that came out during this time. Um, Shoots too narrow, which is the Shins' second album. The album Welcome Interstate Managers, which is Fountains of Wayne, who you guys may not know the band, but you do know the song Stacy's Mom. And that's yeah. that out al- that song was actually um on this album. But were they I'm sure they get deemed one hit wonders, but maybe but do they, they have they like really a little like, have, sub? like that that album, Welcome Interstate Managers, like Stacy's Mom isn't my favorite song on the album. Um right. they have a bunch of other good songs. Um Gimme Fiction by Spoon. 
Another great album. And then <laughs> I, wow, it's like Spoon's been around your entire life. Wow, holy fuck. Um, and then uh, Donuts by Jay Dilla and Continuum by John Mayer were nice. the other ones. Jay, Jay Dilla I started listening to or like exploring some of his stuff. I think after watching like that Netflix doc, uh, they, there's a show like History of Rap or yeah, something like that. And they, they touched on like the super producers and they started talking about how influential he was. And I was like, well, I got to listen. And yeah, his sound. If you listen to Slum Village, which I'll I'll use this as my chance to encourage people to check out some Slum Village. A lot of a lot of I want to say they're from Detroit, mm-hmm. and Jay Dilla would work with them a ton, and a lot of good sounds on there. But anyways, and two ways, and two ways, and two ways. Do you have any honorable mentions? Did you make your uh, list yeah. that way? Or? No, like most of it was me just like thinking about time frame, and so like that's why I mentioned like Nickelback and. Okay. Um, I was, I remember, yeah, like that was also the same time frame that I made the switch from like listening to 94.1 to, Hey, like, well, I don't know that I'd ever ask my dad to like tinker with his radio station, but like if I had the freedom, it was like, oh, I'm going to listen to 93.3 or 90.3. Put on some 91X. Some, some, well, 91X is, is rock. I was listening to like, <laughs> I was listening to, he, he was listening to fucking 100.7. And then meanwhile, I Jack was like, FM. Oh, can I get some uh, Sean Paul and oh, uh, please going, you know, I don't, I don't know who else was like really, really popular at that point in time. On. Dude, if we're going back to like huge songs when we were younger, fucking the temperature. Love that song. <laughs> Chris Brown, young Chris Brown. I'm, I'm just thinking, wait, who was temperature by, but I'm, I'm thinking, Paul. oh, Sean Paul. Yes. So that's, that's like one of the first songs that I remember hearing on the radio when, Actually, I'll credit. It was one of my neighbors. One of my neighbors got in our car and was like, "Why are you guys listening to ninety four one?" And like, told my dad to put on ninety three three. And of course, the first song I heard was Sean Paul, and I was like, "Damn, a little different, a little different, just a little bit." Such different. a horny song for kids to be listening to. Yeah, clean it. Love it. Love it. Okay, uh, moving on. Next time frame, we're ten to fifteen. So this is like, you know, end of elementary school all of middle school and then going into high school. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll read, read my notes here, getting into rap slash hip hop. And this is like when I was starting to become like a little bit of a rap historian in middle school, like listening to Biggie and Tupac and then NWA. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I have being a fanboy, having an iPod and then kid Cudi, which circling back to being a fanboy. That's like having an i having an iPod and like having the freedom to just be on like YouTube all day, watching videos, listening to songs, listening to to like leaks or things like that, tracking tracking artists. That's that's where my mind goes to. Um, and so I'll I'll give you my my album and my song. I know what it is. You what say is it? I'm. Do you want me to try to guess? Yeah, guess guess. Man on the moon. It has to yeah. be. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it because. Ooh, I, you know what? I'm, let me try to guess the song too. Because when, when we were doing this, and I was going through the like this this year when Man on the Moon popped up, I was like, I know Dylan's picking this for this chunk. And and that's the thing is like I was so into Kid Cudi at the time. You, I'm you're the not, you're the reason I started listening kid, to Kid Cudi actually. And well, obviously now his sound is you know different. different or has evolved, but at that point in time, I mean, I look back and it's like he really was the perfect you know, artist for someone that's like 12 or 13 to like really get into. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he wasn't, you know, like super graphic or, you know, it was just kind of all about like some days I'm sad, some days I'm happy. Like 
I've got feelings now because I'm a growing boy. And okay, is it day and night? No, I'm. I'm gonna. Although I'm looking, I'm looking at all these songs, and and I I really so love fucking songs. every single one of them. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go soundtrack to my life because it's like the most. It's it's because I remember being so like such a dude. This album it really is so fucking good. I just remember being so sappy, like like listening to that song and being like, "Damn, like my life," you know. Uh, I do have ninety nine problems, and they all yeah. Like some what? Let's just see. Let me see what some of the fucking random lyrics are in here that I. uh, Let's see. I've got some issues that nobody can see. All these emotions are like so sad. Uh, Uh uh. On Christmas time, your mom's Christmas grind. She got you most of what you wanted. How'd she do it, Leslie? That's my favorite line. You also did have two older brothers, one hood, one good. Oh, this is my this is this was my favorite line because it, it did not apply to me at that point in time. Once upon a time, nobody gave a fuck. It's all said and done, and my cock's been sucked. <laughs> I remember just being like, "Fuck yeah!" Like because it that's God, like as dude, graphic I can't wait as to get my dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so sick. Pretty much, yeah. Just imagine me, like as soon as I get my dick sucked, that's probably the first thing I thought. Like soundtrack to my life, oh. check. Now I just need two older brothers, one hood, one good. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, all right. You up? So, so my 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 year frame for this was uh, two thousand seven to twenty eleven, and my album that I am picking is Bony Vare by Bony Vare, um, mm-hmm. second album that he put out, which. What year did that come out? 2011, 2012? 2011, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, I'm thinking, I'm so stuck in like middle school, but I vividly remember that coming out early high school. It was and, our freshman year, yeah. yeah. And Bon Iver was almost like the, I don't know if next step is the right way to phrase it, but like in terms of like my musical growth, I guess was more of like a maybe maturing into like yeah. really finding my own like that's exactly what i'm thinking because I, I remember my first listen i'm like ah oh, dylan you don't want to like this this is soft this is like and i was like well this song like because i think i think at the time it was probably like my girlfriend or someone that had shown it to me and that was not like a rough and tough freshman boy mm-hmm. and so i was just thinking like well i want to be rough and tough and like no way bon Iver. I think I just thought it was like girly music, and so I was like reluctant to enjoy it as much as like I probably did appreciate, like you know, internally appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, dude, going again, going back to Tommy, he Shout was the one Tommy. who showed me Bon Iver, and I used to I used to make fun of him for like because I, I would just make fun of Bon Iver, just like <laughs> like the high pitch, the falsetto singing, but I never actually really listened to it. And the like couple songs I had heard, I was like, I actually do really like this, but I, yeah. I, I also do like giving him shit for it. But I remember <laughs> when I was finally like, okay, I need to listen to this. And then I was just like, dude, he's so good. And we were both just like, oh, I know. Oh my God. So yeah, that, I mean, still to this day, um, one of my favorite albums period and Bon Iver, I mean, definitely probably in my like, easy in my top five like favorite artist of all time um i was gonna say good thing good thing you and i are doing this like as if we had tommy on right now would be you get you and tommy would be a little echo chamber yeah no we for sure would be a little echo, <laughs> especially these earlier years like we were just listening to the same stuff pretty much um, i think i think that's where you and i balance each other out somewhat nicely because i have friends that like i feel like you're one of them where you've mentioned that like i've been some because I'm, I'm very like 
rap heavy in a sense or rap and hip hop heavy. Mm -hmm. So therefore that's usually what I'm suggesting to my friends. And as a result, that's where I like expand your, this sounds pretentious, but like I expand your horizons and vice versa. Like you, I think you you are who gets me into things like Bon Iver or whatever else. I I always have that thought too of like, it's, it's nice that, and that's what I tell people too. Like, I mean, talking about the podcast itself, the one of the main things that we do is talk about music because that's one of the main like pillars of our relationship, and and it's not like we're we're always fighting over the same like headline or yeah, cause, and cause we're usually in different arenas. Yeah, and that's what I tell people. Like Dylan, you know, has more of the like like earlier rap, like nineties two thousands rap, and that you you know way more about that. I mean, and, and it it continues today, but you know way more about the stuff than I do. Me, on the other hand, I have more of the like alternative indie side. Yeah. yeah. Um, you keep me young, kid. <laughs> you keep me fresh. You keep me on the pulse. Um, my big uh, honorable mentions, I will say, I do want to bring up um, the song Icky Thump by the White Stripes. Okay. And that's yeah, yeah, yeah. also mainly because of its significance with me and you. I remember like running, playing baseball, and, like, listening to that, doing our like pitchers workouts. And I would be like, all right, Dylan, like, I'm going to play music for us this whole time. And yeah, I don't know. I just remembered like, playing icky thumb you're like oh this is kind of good kind of weird <laughs> i think i think i really enjoyed it because i was like damn this song would be sick as fuck to like come out of the bullpen Dude, too great like, song to walk out to and and yeah that, that was i mean and i know that's the other thing is like going back to my dad and his like disdain for rap and hip-hop so that was just kind of like my thing but then there is always that part of you that like you know, your dad is your dad. And if you, there's nothing that makes you feel better than like impressing him with a song or like having something that you can relate over. And so that's where like the white stripes, I could always like, you know, if I just wanted to entertain him, show him, Hey dad, here's, here's this new icky thump, the song that I heard from, well, I found it actually. And it's, uh, (laughs) you, you'd think I'm awesome for liking music that you'd like. Um, and then, um, graduation by Mr. Kanye West. That's, that was that's a, that's that was a good close call for me up there in terms of like just albums that I love. That really does stick out in terms of like being and I was definitely in fifth grade. I remember like the fucking the glasses, mm-hmm. the the, like, <laughs> the the shade glasses, the shade glasses. Because I think at that point in time, our sisters were probably at bar and bat mitzvahs, and like they'd come home. I remember my sister bringing bringing some of those home from They're like so a bar mitzvah that cool. she was at. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I'd wear it, I'd wear it in the mirror, but I'd never wore it outside. Yeah. Um, for Emma, Forever Ago, which is Bon Iver's first album. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite Worst Nightmare, which is the Arctic Monkeys' second album. Ga, 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 which is Spoon. Spoon. Hey, <laughs> this is Spoon Podcast. Um, the album, oh, um, Fleet Foxes, their... Uh, Mykonos, or... Yeah, I album, is believe it? it was... Let me just double check. I think Mykonos was on that. No, Mykonos was on a on an EP they put out. Um, it was their first album that came out. The album Only by the Night, which is by Kings of Leon. Really mm. big in terms of like oh, while yeah. I was growing Kings. up. Yeah, um, Kings of Leon was a, a CD that I got and like a band. Because my, my dad would give me CDs of just songs that like he knew I liked one song. And so, uh, oh shit, what was, what was the song? Before Sex is on Fire, their first like OG. Oh, Someone Like You. Oh, You Somebody. Or yeah, you somebody. You somebody. Yeah, I remember like I fucking I probably like shed a tear the first time I heard that song. I remember thinking it was so sick and like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I this is honestly this is an album that I feel like I don't I don't know if it like gets the love it deserves. I I really have no idea, but it deserves a lot of love because it is for me it's it's one of those albums where like I there's not a bad song on it for me. Like it is just a very solid album. Banger after no it skips. is a fucking a banger. Ten out of ten, no skips. Um, Absolute banger. The album "Sign No More" by Mumford and Sons. I love mm. it. I know Mumford and Sons nowadays is a bit of like they get laughed at because yeah. they're just like the like crashing banjos and shit playing. Well, like this was their first album they put out. It was very good. I think their next album they had a problem with basically just putting the same album out again. But I love this one, Humbug, Arctic Monkeys' third album. Um, man on the moon another one um brothers by uh the black keys really solid one contra by vampire weekend damn cosmogramma by flying lotus transference spoon's fourth album (laughs) (laughs) and uh yeah this this episode is dedicated to spoon and their entire discography picking up the pieces by fits in the tantrums uh el camino by uh black keys also Helplessness Blues, Fleet Fox's second album, Wait, so what Suck year, It and what year? See, Arctic Monkey's fifth album. This is Wait, still this is, this is still 2011. A lot, no of good, way. a lot of good shit came out. And then another one to mention, which I know is an album you love as well, Section 80 by Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Um, which, quick story on that one. I vividly, 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 memories, 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 but I do remember my sister showing me pandora for the first time and she's like what are you know name some artists that you like and i think i liked like asap rocky and uh, i don't know that's probably who i was really into at the time and she's like all right yeah here's his radio and the, the first song that like came on or the first song that wasn't him that came on was something from section 80 mm-hmm. and i was like oh this is that kendrick lamar guy like i've heard of him <laughs> but like i remember just hearing his voice and i was like I don't like it. Like I didn't like the accent or, you know, something I was on a plane, I was on a plane and she was showing me this and, yeah. and yeah, that changed very quickly. It didn't take long for me to change my tune. Yeah. All right. Shall we next, next little realm, 15 to 20, my notes on this end of high school or majority of high school, really. And then early college, I put lots of good music, lots of good music. And I think you can agree with that. Yes. Correct. I can very and for that. me, I said I just jotted down like I my sophomore year of college just like you know start and end of sophomore year of college uh, is is in this time frame and I was at Grossmont at the time and so I drive thirty minutes every single day so I had a lot of time in the car to listen to music which was awesome and there was multiple albums coming out I know uh, that's like when Damn came out so Kendrick released an album Joy Badass released an album wait what. Um, time frame are we in this is like the second to last one right now 2012 to 2016 ish yeah okay good. D- damn damn <laughs> came out in like 2017 i believe so i've got it as 2012 to 2017 yeah yeah but our, our age 15 to 20 and at this time i went to my first ooh, right around right around like probably turning 20 right around when i turned 20 is when i went and saw my first ever like real concert got to see Isaiah Rashad, mm. so awesome experience That's in a good that first one. Yeah, and and uh, Sun's tirade had just come out, so a lot of good music. Fuck, a lot oh, of yeah. shit I liked. Um, so I'll go. Whew, damn, I'm curious I'm to see c- if we're gonna have the same album. Album. You just, does this start in 2012 for you? 
Yeah. Okay. I so I think it's it's almost impossible not to have good kid. Yeah. As yeah, good that's, kid, Mad City. It's almost yeah, it's fucking impossible not same, to have that's it. That's what it is for me. Like, there's a lot of other really fucking good albums that came out, but like, that just it has to be it for me. Yeah, and the logic behind that too is like I. That was the first album that I wanted to listen to start to finish. I mean, aside from Kid Cudi and I was like a fanboy, but that was one of those where it was like, I wasn't like super, super into Kendrick at the time as much as I just knew like, damn, like this just came out. This is good. And he is like, you know, on the rise and I like respected his craft and whatever else. And so, and it was one of those things like everyone was listening to it. Everyone, people that didn't like rap, listened to, to good kid, Mad City. So, um, so I'll go, that is my album. And then if I had to pick a song, I'm going to go. And this this is like, I don't know that it's considered that great of a song. This isn't from the album. But in this time frame, the other thing that really sticks out is going off to college. Mm-hmm. And like that last summer, just like a ton of fun. Such hanging out with your friends every day. You get the chance before you go off to college. And uh, my song is going to be Don't Front by Joey Badass. It's on the 1999 tape. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that many people like actually like the song. I've actually, I remember seeing like Fantano had it on like his least favorite tracks from that album review. And I was like really butthurt about it, <laughs> but it's just like such a like vibesy little summer song. And it's just very chill. Don't front. Um, I mean, yeah, the title says it all like, just be cool. And it's like, you know, 16 or 18 year old Joey, like just be cool. Bruh. <laughs> so, so yeah, that'll be, that'll be my song. I felt like that was like such a coming of age you know, moment like right before going off to college and mm-hmm. encapsulates that, that time period. All right. Yep. Um, yeah. So same thing for me. Good kid, mad city. Um, we got the album honorable mentions. Let's hear it. I, I do just want to add, um, if you let me fucking speak, Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. Um, for me, it was just dude, memories of just driving around with like the boys. One of the things that we did quite a lot, like my core, best friends i got to i got to be a part of this one time yeah like, dylan joined us once we would all hop in my friend piara's car and we would just van drive, drive around like rancher like the really nice areas of san north county san diego just drive around roads. listening to music just like bumping albums and good kid mad city when it came out was just it was night after night of like just fucking listening to that album so yeah lots of, been, lots of good memories and yeah dylan joined I, us and I think the song that we were playing the most that day was uh the the one time I got to be a part of it was Money Trees. It was just like repeat, repeat, repeat. And yeah, yeah <laughs> that, was a that was fun. that was probably maybe the favorite song of and, the group. And Piaro Piaro is a year older than us, so I remember it being like it felt like this badge of honor because so Piaro is a part of like Jake and Tommy and Piaro Charlie. Like these Adam. are your friends from your yeah and Adam. These are your your day ones from like living on the same street together. Mm-hmm. And so I remember hanging out with you guys all because usually you and I, if we're hanging out, it's just you and I. Mm-hmm. And that's like a separate friend group in a sense. And so like hanging out with them for the first time. And then it was like this badge of honor, like getting to ride in Piaro's van. <laughs> and then the experience of playing, you know, listening to the music. And, and I remember like almost, you know, like when you go home after hanging out with friends or a play date, whatever you want to call it. Uh, play date when you're a fucking kid. <laughs> but like. My mom's like, oh, what'd you guys do? And I remember like being like reluctant to tell her, like, because I knew she'd just be like, what? Like, you guys are just <laughs> driving around listening to music. But yeah, yeah. awesome time. Holy, um, holy innocence. Honorable mentions. I'll go through these a little quicker because um, I do have a lot. Like, and this is going to be like, it's going to be a lot every time from here on out. But Channel Orange came out in 2012. Um, and now everyone hopefully loves. 
Oh, potato flew around. Um, An Awesome Wave by Alt-J. Uh, the Album 2 by Mac DeMarco. Uh, like Clockwork by um, Queens of the Stone Age. Modern Vampires of the City by Vampire Weekend. One of my other favorite albums that came out during this time. Um, Worlds by Porter Robinson. Um, one of my favorite albums of all time. Uh, Sylvia Demo, Isaiah Rashad. Shout out. Sylvia. Um, Currents by Tame Impala. Uh, Bloom by Rufus Dussault. Blonde by Mr. Frank Ocean, another one of his. How to Be a Human Being by Glass Animals, 20 to a Million by Bon Iver, and Best Buds by this group called Mom Jeans. Ah, fuck. I'm just realizing how much good music there is out there, so and it's wild and crazy. Music's great. Yeah. So many good albums. <laughs> Damn. And, and like even albums that I hear the name, you know, Channel Orange, I don't know that I've ever listened to it start to finish, but just knowing that there like that holds so much respect from so many other people like i have respect for it just because of how big of a um i don't know like almost how iconic that i was gonna say it's like a cultural icon in itself yeah it's a cultural icon at this point just the the album cover and whatever else i had friends that listened to it nonstop, and although i never got into it fuck like that's yeah. something that I would want to check out now, just to like see see what all the one of the, the first hype was about. one of the first songs I heard off of it um, was Forrest Gump, and pff, fucking love that song, dude. Me like did a lot of did a lot of you know singing, especially in the car, and that was one of the first yeah. songs that I really like got into like singing and like helped like well, train my voice and stuff like that. If our if our buddy Tommy Kuznia is by chance <laughs> listening, by chance. Uh, he, I, I vividly remember him battle of the bands. Oh, him and dude, Jacob got up for good job, dude. Yeah, yeah. And awesome. I think Tommy got Tommy was Earl. Yeah, he good was. For him. He was. All right, we talked about that chunk a good amount. Now this most recent one from 2017 or so to 2022. Now, yep. basically ages 20 to 25. This is, I mean. These past two are tough to would be really tough to just narrow it down to one song. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm going to be upset later on with like my don't front choice, <laughs> my Joey Badass. But when I hear something else, but um, my notes here, I just said Penn State to post grad. So right at the very start of this was right when I got to Penn State, and then now this new life of being an adult. I put more diversity and open minded. I felt like I started to listen or like explore a little bit more mm-hmm. things outside of rap and hip hop. Like for example. You mentioned Mac DeMarco. Um, I would almost, I would, I'm going to give a shout out to Nick Johnson, one of my roommates at Penn State. I can't remember the context of him showing me Mac DeMarco. Mm-hmm. Um, like what the, what the, why it was that he felt the need to, to show me the music video for My Kind of Woman. But that was just like the start of getting me into something else, you know, something not, not rap, something, you know, I don't know, listen to that. And, and then, uh fuck who else god you just mentioned them uh currents currents by tame impala, tame impala. like listening to some tame impala in college which uh, it's kind of normal but. i like music i listen to tame impala i'm i'm different and quirky dude but yeah. to go back really quick listening to currents the first time i ever listened to it was i mean when it came out in 2015 this was like towards the end of our senior year of call or high school i just got really high in my room smoked my open and just listened just lay down on my bed like in the dark and just listen to it all the way through and it was a fucking experience 
It's funny that you mentioned that about Tame Impala because, uh, and I was just talking about Mac DeMarco. That's one of the ways that Mac DeMarco was introduced to me was this idea of like, dude, it's the perfect music to just like lay and stare at your ceiling fan. It really is. Um, good music to do drugs too. My, la- my last note here is uh, Fantano influence, LOL, because like just actually watching his videos and, you know, unfortunately giving him credit at times and like on how he's influenced or shaped the things that I decide to check out or feel the need to listen to. But, uh, shoot, I don't, I'll let you go. Go ahead. Give, give me your answer and I'll, I'll find um, mine. This one was pretty hard for me to yeah. narrow down because there was a lot of really good albums. Um, but, um, my choice is going to be black Swan by Smino. When I first heard, um, God, what was the, I need to look it up. The first, first song I heard off of this album, it was, it was the song Black Swan. Um, and it popped up cause I was just listening on Apple Music. You could just, I mean, Spotify has it too. You know, you can make like a radio station or it came up during my like new music of the week playlist. And I was just like, holy fuck, this is so good. Um, and I remember sending it to again, Tommy. He, he, has, to he hasn't been much. talked enough of in this episode, but <laughs> I probably send it to you too. I sent it to a lot of people, but I was just like, listen to this shit. And it's, it's funny. It's one to this day, like of all the, he, he, he will, he will tell you like, that is the biggest thing I ever sent him music wise, like still. Cause like him and I love this album so much, but yeah, it is just, it's so fucking good. Just. That was when I first discovered Smino too, and yeah, just I love this album so much. Oh, good pick, great pick, I think. All right, so my my choice is going to be not from this time frame, at least for album. I'm going to go for album. I'm going to say "Mad Villainy" by Mad Villain because my senior year at Penn State, I remember just like. I already liked MF Doom. I'd gotten into him the year before and then had heard all this hype and buzz about Mad Villainy and needing to check it out. And I did. And it was incredible. And I just listened. You know, I'd find like songs that I hated the first time through, all of a sudden found an appreciation for them a week later. Like it almost, I don't know. I, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Like <laughs> I, I felt like there were times where I was listening to it and I really, you know, hated what was going on with baseball or, you know, whatever. And then I found a love, you know, then would start loving this one song that was kind of down or anyways, isn't that, that's crazy how music works. I, I'm, I'm mansplaining music, <laughs> but weird. you can have this emotional connection to this, <laughs> this song, It's crazy. but like, and that's why, like, sometimes I'm almost afraid now to like go back and listen to that album just because of like, I know immediately, like I'll hear a song and be like, I remember driving down college Avenue on my way to practice, just dreading going to practice or like going to work on a fucking video project for three and a half hours editing like little things like that. But mm-hmm. also there's positives. Um, all right, now we'll go. <laughs> I was I'm also go, happy during this time. There was too. also, I was also happy during those times I enjoyed. Yeah. I gleefully show my friends certain songs. Um, all right, I'll go my one song though. In this time frame. I'm going to go, I haven't mentioned Flatbush zombies. Mm. And although I will say my, my like love for the zombies is starting to, like wane a little bit just in the sense that they're not putting out as much new music or at least some of the stuff that they have put out um, hasn't like captivated me as much as uh, it initially some of their, their early stuff did. But 
I'm going to go regular and complex by Flatbush Zombies off of Better Off Dead, the mixtape. Uh, good chance that came out in like 2016, so it might be a little early, but just that song. I listened to that mixtape uh, a ton while at Penn State, and then like all the fucking drives that I've made, whether it be you know from Penn State to San Diego, San Diego to when I moved to Seattle, back down. Like there's always going to be at some point in time a moment, and especially at night, if you get a chance, listen to Better Off Dead at night. And that that album or that mixtape is just a little bit more enjoyable, weird, creepy, but regular and complex. I feel like it's just the most all around like complete song on that mixtape, and it's like one of my all time favorites. So, and two ways, and two ways. Um, all right, this honorable mention is going to be kind of long, but I'm going to get through it in record all right. time. All right, 2017. Uh, we have All American Badass by Joey Badass. Fucking love yep. that album so much. It takes me back to sophomore year of college immediately. Um, mm-hmm. Drunk by Thundercat. Uh, Funk Wave Bounces Volume 1 by Calvin Harris. Just holy fuck, what a fucking stacked album. And it's funky as hell and it's amazing and I love it. And there's talk of a Volume 2 coming out, which I'm really excited and nervous for because I don't know how he's going to live up to the potential of the first one. But I'm excited for it nonetheless. Uh, nonetheless. <laughs> without Warning. Uh, by 21 Savage and Offset. My, still to this day, probably my favorite album to work out to. Uh, it oh, is some good old... I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Like, good old out gangster or... rap, dude. A fucking, it goes hard, and it just gets me in the fucking mood. And when it came out, dude, every time I went to the gym, I would just play it. And I Listen, still am not tired of it. Which which reminds me, if, we were, if we're, not, we're not intending on doing New Way of Us Cosas or anything for this episode. No. But, but just a new song with 21 Savage on it. Surround Sound by Jid. Give that a listen if you haven't. I don't listen to enough Jid. I need to check him out more. Good, good, good sample. Good sample. And yeah, just very Is it Jid or is it J-I-D? Uh, I, w- I always hear him say Jid. Okay. If he says Jid, I'll, I'll go with Jid. Um, Saturation 3. Well, now, uh, edit- potential editing note. Maybe it is J-I-D and I'm a fucking idiot. Let's just, let's just uh, voice over ourselves and put it in the right oh, thing. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Saturation okay. 3 by fucking Barack Hampton, uh, the third of the Saturation Trilogy. Ugh, so listen, good. Listen to a lot of Barack Hampton on my road trips and while at Penn State. And Hell yeah. Yeah, very, very vivid. Um, moving on, because that was only uh, 2017. Um, All right, go, go, go. <laughs> 2018, we have um, Little Dark Age by MGMT. Um, have, don't listen to much of them, honestly. This is their only album of theirs that I really listen to, but it is one of the best albums that's ever come out uh taboo by denzel curry don't need to say more we talked about denzel curry a lot in the past um the album and all these honorable mentions reminds me how many different artists i enjoy or have enjoyed over time and i need to go back and listen to but yes denzel curry is on the on the newer i'll send you this list um uh, fool by mcgee if you haven't listened to mcgee before you need to go check him out a brief inquiry into on online relationships uh, by the 1975, uh, Modern Flows Volume 2 by Marquise Hill, really good jazz album for anyone who wants to check out some jazz. Uh, Vacation in Hell by Flatbush Zombies. Gonna be honest, the only album of theirs I've ever listened to, uh, but I love it. It ta- it always will take me back to junior year of college, just walking to class, um, listen to it for probably a week straight when it came out. 
Nice. Uh, Super Wild by Big Wild. Igor by Tyler the Creator. Heard it in oh, a past, yeah, yeah. right? Really good. Uh, heard it in a past life. Um, by fucking Maggie Rogers. Um, 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 Ventura by Anderson Pack. Assume Form by uh, James Blake. That was 2019, 2020. Future Nostalgia by what's her face? Dua Our Lipa. girl. Dua Peep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Punisher by uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, Run the Jewels 4 by Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. So fucking I good. I remember you being a Run the Jewels fan. Dude, love me some Run the Jewels. I, I honestly, I just I forgot to put them in previous list. Yeah, um, I figured. But they should, I they should be in, them in high school. Um, Unlocked by Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. Holy shit, there's such a good album. Another album I love working out to. Um, Smiling with No Teeth by Genesis Owusu. One of the early uh, er, deep cuts from one of the early episodes. There's, you know, early recommendations for... Uh, uh, Our for, listeners uh, for Ferda um, before it was even probably called that. Um, Lean into life by Petey, and finally the album for the first time by Black Country New Road. That that just came out. That came out in 2021. Um, but they just have a I new also, album. I will just... also in- include their new album that just came out, Ants from Up Here, um, which was released. Uh, in February and yeah so good that's it it only took me four minutes to do but yeah we we might have to we have to put all these all the honorable mentions and everything from our list in like the description potentially just a thought well we said we were gonna try to make this 30 minutes right now it's at an hour and I said we just put it out as that because you know what who doesn't like good music yeah that's fair. And we picked up speed here towards the end, especially. But one thing I will say, like and subscribe as always. Leave a review. We love hearing from you guys. Send us, send us an email. Subscribe to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some dinero. Get some more big guests. Let's, uh, let's, if you want to interact with us, send us an email at slipyourhandinmybackpocket at gmail.com. And that would be awesome. We love hearing from our, our listeners. So uh, anything else, Jake? What am I missing? This was super fun. I yeah. I think honestly this is giving me ideas to maybe do an off every other week episode that's just talking about an album or some shit like that. I don't know. We'll see. I know. My my tough thing with with talking about music is just that my credentials for it are just that I'm a fan, but hey, what more you do know. you need? <laughs> I know. I know. It's just it's more so like my my musical like my my dictionary when it comes to like it's always just oh it slaps or oh like yeah I mean I like, I've said that before like I hate I my vocabulary when it comes to talking about music because I'm always just like it's super good and I like it or when it's when it's a rapper it's like his flow, his flow and so uh, lyrically the production just like really on impressive this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyways all right I uh, hope you guys enjoyed and holy shit there's so much good music in our 25 years of being around yeah well hey. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I love you. Love you. Bye.